podcast. I'm Mary Frances. And I'm Jenna. And, and together, together, we are Insanely Relative. Today is March 24th. It's raining, which yeah. is part of spring, so we'll take it. Um, our quote for today is, I admire people who choose to shine even after all the storms they've been through. That's a nice one that you picked, Miss Jenna. Yes, because today's podcast is about do you beat yourself up about things in your past and how have your life experiences molded you into who you are today? Ooh. So we're going to get some dirt on Jenna. Maybe I will share a quick story just because I might sound a little different today. <laughs> <laughs> because do I beat myself up about this? No. But do I have a small regret? Yes. So I had braces when I was (laughs) young in high school. And like many others, I did not wear my retainer. Right. And then um, my my, uh, wisdom teeth teeth came in and they made my teeth all crooked. And my mom reminds me on a very regular basis of how much money she spent and how I never wore the retainer to keep my teeth straight. And so what did we do today? So today I went and I got Invisalign. Mm-hmm. So I'm wearing that, and I may sound a little different, but yes, I wouldn't call it a regret, but I would call it a like moment where I was like, I should have done that. Like yeah. I really should have thought about how it was going to affect me in the future. But when you're 15, mm-hmm. you're not thinking about that, right? No one is, right? So, so I'm gonna make her say a lot of s's today. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually when the s is at the end of the word that it's harder. Say my name, Mary Francis. <laughs> It's hard. I love it. I so, would like you to address me throughout the entire <laughs> podcast so I can oh, get a Oh, I know. I'm going to do what the other kids do in the family and just call you Auntie M. No. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh-uh. That's what's happening. <laughs> Actually, now more than ever, I need to use that. Yeah, so. right? That's funny. So tell me, what do, do you have something that you beat yourself up about in your past or that you have a regret about? Um, so I've thought about this Mm -hmm. and I think, you know, so regret is a relative word Mm -hmm. because I don't really regret anything because I've learned, I've learned something from everything that's happened in my past. Uh, the one thing that I probably beat myself up about the most was that I was a yeller when the kids were little. Mm -hmm. So rather than be a little more patient, I let things kind of get to me and I would just yell instead of taking a deep breath and and backing up but sometimes that's just hard but that's the only thing like I do know you know I would talk to you on the phone and you'd be like oh my god she's yelling (laughs) she's screaming and you know grandmom would say the same thing to me Mm -hmm. like oh my god Mary you scream all the time at those kids but they turned out really good so there's something to be said for screaming at your children so so I guess a good weight for you would be a gauge rather for you would be when they have children Mm mm-hmm if they are similar to you or if they're not because right. the lesson they took from that may be I don't want to yell at my children or maybe it's, hey, we turned out really good, so maybe we'll yell at our children a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and I wonder if they even noticed. They might Because they probably just tuned me out. Absolutely. And, but I've talked about that before. Yeah. I, think, I think that most kids do. Yeah. Because they'll probably listen to this and go, oh my God, she screamed at us. <laughs> Do you remember? Or did you tune her out? Yeah. Yeah. You're going to ask them that, aren't you? I am. I'm going to ask. I wish they could call in today and we could ask them. Right? Well, it's raining. They're probably working at the mm. shop. So, um, so yeah. So, that was, that was one thing um, that I had thought about. Um, the other thing I kind of regretted was letting myself go as far as, like, with my weight. when Looks I and stuff? Like, or well, what do you mean? What, what do you think I look at? I don't know. <laughs> 
when you said letting yourself go, I always think that means like just not caring what you look like. No, it was thing. no, it was my weight. Like mm. you know, when I had the kids, I gained quite a bit of weight with Will, and then mm-hmm. I never really lost it. And then I got pregnant with Matt. Mm. Yeah, and then it was you know you get into those poor habits. Mm-hmm. You're eating off their plate. You're not really making <laughs> good their stuff. Little yeah. bites. Yeah. So. I wish I hadn't have done that because it did take me a long time to get back into check right. and get healthy again. And I think, you know, maybe in hindsight, I wouldn't have been as short-witted, you know, as far as, or short-wired, what do you want to call right. it? Um, short-fused by yelling so much had I maybe felt better about myself. Better about yourself. Sure. Things sure. like that. So. so how have those two things molded you today do you do you eat differently do you make different choices do you uh try not to when speaking to people do you try to keep a calm composure what has it yeah has it affected you definitely so yes I eat better I try to you know obviously I have weekends where I just like enjoy myself Mm -hmm. um most weekends but (laughs) during the week I keep myself in check and I eat very well yeah you know very clean so because I don't want to get back to that plus you know as you age it becomes more difficult and it comes off a lot slower Mm -hmm. um and then the yelling part I think I have become more patient as I've aged and I just uh yeah I think that that's one thing that that I have taken from that I don't want to be that screaming person who's kind of out of control I think we should reenact a moment from Will and Matt's childhood and put them in a room where they're like beating each other up and you're stressed and you've had a long day and see how you would deal with that differently. Well, at this point, I would probably (laughs) probably just pour a glass of wine and be like, let the best man win. (laughs) That's good. That's good. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Yeah, I think, I think, um, so I grew up with, somebody who was more of a yeller Mm -hmm. my mom was yeller but not not terribly just enough like enough to the point where I was like ugh, you know Mm -hmm. and then I always told myself I didn't want to yell didn't want to yell at my children when I had them and how'd that work out for you my son recently (laughs) just told me you yell at me why are you yelling at me? But I think he has a, he doesn't understand what yelling really is. Let's well, you're not a screamer. You not a screamer. Yell. You yell. I yell, but I yell like, come downstairs. Like I yell through the house yell, which yeah. also bothers my husband. He, yeah. when he first met me and I started doing that, he was like, can you just talk to me? You don't have to yell. And I'm like, well, if I'm downstairs, you know, I try to explain yeah. it. Um, so that's more of my thing, like yelling to get your attention or to get you to come here. Right. Uh, or if they don't listen or repeatedly. Right. If it's, I've asked you to do something 10 times and you, no, not even 10. I wouldn't even get to 10. Two. By 10, I would be ready to kill somebody. Two. Um, yeah. Two times, then I'm yelling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I yeah. get it. Now I have a little, I don't yell for Connor now. When he's downstairs in the, in his room down there, I knock on the wall. I have a, like a oh, yeah. little knock that I do and he comes right upstairs, like immediately. <laughs> he knows exactly what that means. Yeah. Doesn't <clears throat> want you to lose your mind. I'm trying. I'm trying to bring it, to rein it in, so yeah. to speak. Yeah, I think that's good. <clears throat> um, well, I was thinking about it actually after we had talked this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, you know, I think my broken engagement oh. before your uncle mm-hmm. was a great life experience for me. Because, you know, I was engaged and I was planning the wedding Mm -hmm. and, you know, even though people told me, you know, he's not right for you, he's not a good person, whatever. You don't listen. Yeah, you don't listen. You (laughs) don't hear anything. Um, But I think that breakup made me a better person. Sure. 
and it made me appreciate when I did get a good guy. Like mm-hmm. when Uncle Bill came along, I was like, oh, this guy's almost too good to be true. Why right. is he being so nice? And um, and it was because he mm-hmm. was treating me the way I was supposed to be treated, right. not you know like right. the other one had treated me. Um, I always joke I'd probably be barefoot and pregnant in a trailer right now if I had gone through with that marriage. <laughs> oh, gosh. Hopefully not right now at your age. Oh, you never Lord. know. You never know. That could be worse. Much worse. <laughs> then you'd really be screaming and yelling. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or drinking a lot. <laughs> or every, all of it. All of the above. But no, it really did. And it made me realize, too, like... Um, I had friends who kind of distanced themselves at the time Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um, they did that out of love because they couldn't watch me being in a bad relationship. And um, I mean, he was verbally abusive. He would tell me I was fat. And like I said before, I was all of 110 pounds and I believed him. To the point where my mom thought that, like, I was going to become anorexic. Because mm-hmm. it, like, it, it gets messes in your with head. You. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it and, does. And you believe what they're saying. Mm-hmm. So after the breakup, after having to cancel the venue, mm-hmm. cancel the invitations, wow. like, it was, it was embarrassing. But at the same time, it was very humbling. Because yeah. you had to go through all of that, that heartbreak. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, my friends showed up on my doorstep, like, hey, we're here to help yes. you pick up the pieces. Good. Good. And, um... And again, you you do then fall in love again and realize mm-hmm. that everything is going to be okay and everything does work out. And then that helped me to help others, especially right. like younger women and guys yeah. who go through it in their early 20s where they just think it's the end of the world because somebody broke up with them. And I'm like, you know what? It might be the best thing that ever yes. happened to you because it I was agree. the best thing that ever happened to me. I agree. So I have a very similar situation, previous relationship, you know, and just remember just same types of things like not being appreciated, not being um, spoken to well or kindly. Mm -hmm. And finally, I was young and finally thinking to myself, there has to be better than this. Like, this is not how I want to be treated long term. Mm -hmm. And there was all other caveats in there that I'm not getting into. But um, but I remember sitting down and just being like, I just want a healthy relationship. Mm -hmm. I want somebody that loves me and respects me. And we can be, you know, make decisions together and have good communication. And then along came Mike. Mm -hmm. And it is. And I think if you open yourself up to that, then it, it can come for you. But but I also acknowledge that there are people that are still in the relationships that you and I got out of right. that are still going through that and 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 not having that, you know, oh, oh yeah, I'm oh, feeling yeah. great. No, I'm still stuck in that. And, and I feel sad for those people right. because I feel like if the tables were turned, they would they would be able to have a different outcome. Mm-hmm. And, and thankfully, we had that ability to have right. that different outcome. But I know that there are people, and maybe some listening, mm-hmm. that don't. Right. So it, right. it's it's definitely that could be a that could be something you beat yourself up about. It could be a, it could be a regret. Mm-hmm. But in our situation, I do have to say that I feel like those experiences mm-hmm. molded us. Yeah. And um in a certain way and made us appreciate what we have so much more. Right. So much more. And it, it does. Cause like when you do have somebody who's just absolutely heartbroken and they're mm-hmm. saying, Oh my gosh, I'm never going to get over this mm-hmm. person. You can honestly say, listen, I was in the same place yes. and I thought the same thing, mm-hmm. but look at me now. Like right. I'm happy. I have a family. I have a home. I have, you know, friends yeah. 
and um, and you're gonna be okay. And they're not gonna like believe it. you at no. the moment, but if you just keep staying with them and yeah. keep giving them that you know support, they it, it, hopefully it will work out for them yeah. as well. So we're telling everybody from our life experiences that okay, your heart might be shattered into a million pieces. But give it time mm -hmm. because when it's the right moment, the right person is going to come into your life mm -hmm. and you are going to be happy. And open yourself up to that possibility. Yeah. Because I know there's a lot of people that shut down after that. Yeah. They don't want anything because they're afraid that, you know what, it's just going to be the same as it was with this person. Yeah. Um, I always joke, not joke, but I say, my mom always used the term, get up, brush yourself off. You're fine. Like, mm -hmm. just brush off. And I attribute that to, you know, I've been hurt several times in my life, and I know you have, mm -hmm. whether it be from, you know, friends, family, boyfriend, whatever. And I just keep thinking, like, get up and brush yourself off. Like, mm -hmm. you still have love to give, and you still have, like, you know, a lot of your personality that somebody could appreciate. So sure. don't get stuck in that moment of mm -hmm. sadness and fear and anger. Like, really try to get to a point where you could see a better life for yourself. Yeah, because you do tend to pick yourself you apart. Do. You do. At that point, you you're like, yeah, what's, what's wrong, wrong with me? Yeah. Yes. Why doesn't Jinx, like me? me. <laughs> like, yeah. We've all been there. Yes. Yes. Um, but I feel like, so that's one situation of what's mm -hmm. molded you. Um, I also believe, I'm a very big believer in everything that happens to me whether it's good bad indifferent mm -hmm. you learn a lesson it teaches you a lesson it happens for a reason happens for a reason and you learn a lesson from it it might not be a lesson you're happy with right it might be a negative thing like but you learned that lesson and yeah. you're most likely not going to repeat that again mm -hmm. now i have some i have people in my life that i know and i'm sure you do that keep making these same decisions and mm -hmm. same um Going bad choices, I'm going to call it, okay, right? Yeah. Or not good choices, and they don't get out of that, out of their right. own way. Right. They, they. So there's people I know that I acknowledge that that happens as well. Not everybody is able to just get up, brush yourself off, and move forward. Well, not at that time. They need they need a longer mm -hmm. processing time before they understand what and why it happened. Right. Or them. they might need somebody like you or me who's been through it to get them through it yeah to help them through it yeah it's yeah. possible and and usually you know i i am a firm believer that somebody does come into your life that helps you with yes that. Like, it, yeah i, I absolutely like I said that. you mean, might not realize it no but it's gonna it's gonna happen and somebody's gonna come to you mm -hmm. and, and help you through it mm -hmm. i definitely believe that uh another thing that has kind of molded me is loss mm. so i'm i've always said you know that what doesn't kill you makes you stronger and there's you're a, not gonna sing <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, but it's true because I think we go through so many things in our life. Mm -hmm. We, you know, unfortunately people lose children and then mm. you lose your parents and you lose friends and, you know, financial situations come up. You might lose your house, you might lose a car, mm. whatever. But all of those things are just one little roadblock mm -hmm. that just makes you take a detour and go in another direction. Mm -hmm. Right? Agree. And Yeah. It, it could be either direction. Yeah. Yes. And hopefully it's it's an upward direction. I know I have um, one lovely young woman um, and her husband who lost a child. And, um, you know, you worry about them and you think, mm -hmm. oh, my gosh, are they going to be okay? You know, because a lot of times it leads to divorce. Mm -hmm. But they actually, you know, they prevailed and they have gone on to do great things in her memory. That's great. Um, so she had died from e, from e. coli. 
And they do a lot yeah. to make awareness about that and blood drives and all different kinds of yeah. things. So, you know, as tragic as something is, mm-hmm. you can find something that you realize it is is your purpose then. Yes. Your, your purpose is to make people aware of it so that hopefully somebody else doesn't suffer that same mm-hmm. thing. Right. But taking care of, you know, a sick sick elderly parent or a sick friend or a spouse or whatever, I think it just, those kinds of life experiences that I've unfortunately had have made me appreciate mm-hmm. the good days that much more. Yes. You know? I agree. So I agree. That's, I don't want to go dark. But no, that don't go def- dark. I'm not going dark. <laughs> but, but it definitely, you know, when you think about what you've lived through, mm-hmm. um, it does just makes you. Yeah realize that when you're when you're standing and you're vertical and you're going mm-hmm. and doing you're waking up and putting your feet on the ground every yep. day yep. yeah yeah everything is is better so it is and it's funny because growing up I grew up with my mom mm-hmm. it was her and I and I would have friends say to me aren't you lonely you don't have any siblings like mm-hmm. you're lonely and you know your mom works and you're home like and at the time I didn't think anything of it, right? I was like, oh, I mean, this is my life. Yeah. You know? Yes, my friends have sisters and my, you know, or brothers, and I see their lifestyle. And so, funny thing, I didn't feel bad for myself because I liked the way it was. And at times, I was like, I'm sure they would like to be an only child sometimes because sure. they're <laughs> arguing with their siblings all the time. Someone's right. stealing someone's sweater, and the other one, you know, broke this. Um, so what I ended up doing and uh, talking about how your life experiences mold you, I ended up like kind of weaving my way into my friend's lives, right? Like my friend, my one friend had a sister and a little brother and her mom was a single mom and I would spend tons of time over there and I was like part of that family and then I would go over here and I was part of the, you know, and right. I, I just kind of weaved myself in situations where I could get that feel of a big family mm-hmm. or siblings. And I do have two brothers, um, but I didn't live with them. So right. I didn't have that relationship that way, but I would weave myself in to those families to, to, you know, see what it was like. And there were times where I would go home and be like, <laughs> thank God I have the remote to myself and no one is fighting with me to take it. And what they want to watch. And, right. you know, um, so yeah, so I think, and, and you know, that I was dead. I was like, I do not want to have an only child because I was an only child. And, mm-hmm. and my husband said to me at one point, was like, what was so bad about like, it's, it's not like you had a terrible childhood, what, right. you know? And I, and I thought about it for a minute. I thought, you know, you're right. Yes. Yeah. I, I didn't, but I think I just got wrapped up in the idea that I didn't want him to be alone. Right. And not have siblings to go through life with. Right. And, um, <clears throat> and Mike, you know, was the one that was like, you're here with him. Mm-hmm. We're here with like, he has a really good life. Like, yeah, based no. on his social schedule, based I think on he's his social fine. schedule, he's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I think that was one of those falsehoods that made me mm-hmm. feel like I cannot have an only child because I don't want him to ever feel lonely or feel like he doesn't have that relationship. Mm-hmm. And I, I have kids here in my house more than uh, probably more than yeah. some families have their own kids in their house. Like yeah. I have other kids here all the time because it doesn't. I like that. Right. And I remember grandma mm-hmm. telling me stories about how she was an only child. Right. Interesting. Actually, go back. And she, her mother would always have people over. Yeah, she said all until her parents died, she didn't even realize she that she was an only child right. and didn't have cousins. She thought all these people were family. Right. And then she realized they were neighbors and friends. Right. Which was kind of funny. But so yeah. it's all about what you make it is, is kind of where I'm going with that. Yeah. So. 
So yeah, that was a good lesson. Yeah. I guess another, I mean, another thing when you think about it is like past friendships, um, life Mm -hmm. experiences through friendships because they're ever changing and you're very lucky if you have, you know, a friend from a long time ago, which Mm -hmm. I know you do. Mm -hmm. You have uh, two friends. I think that you've known since since elementary school though. Oh yeah. Several. Mm -hmm. Oh really? Mm -hmm. All right. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. And I have one, um, and, uh, I had another one, but again, we kind of like went separate ways. Mm-hmm. And I think that's okay because people are here for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Right. And, and along the process, you learn mm-hmm. something from them or through them, or you're there for them to learn something. Right. I really do believe that. So, you know. I agree. I believe that too. Because I've seen it happen in my life and yeah. other people's lives. Yeah. So I think when relationships go in a different direction, I don't think it's always a bad thing. And there's even been relationships like I, I have from elementary school mm-hmm. that had a season or a time period mm-hmm. where we weren't really close, but then we got back, right. you know, caught up with each other and got back. Um, right. So yeah, I've seen that. Definitely. I do have one friend who I've had since birth. She, oh. I refer to her more as a sister because yeah. I joke, you know, um, and even, I even have red hair like her sister. So oh, it's funny. funny. We fit in. Um, but yeah, I you know I have a friend who I've had since birth, and and that's something that a lot of people don't have, and mm-hmm. I'm really grateful for that. Sometimes she's a little, uh, you know, rough on me, and like a, like a sister would well, be, like get be. over yourself, yeah. pick yourself up, knock it off, stop your whining. Whereas another friend may not say that, but I really appreciate that about her right. because. She knows me so well that she, like you, where she can be like, oh my gosh, Well, like, it's funny because when you do tell me stuff that she says to you yeah, and I just laugh said. and you're like, all right, shut up, Aunt Mary Frances. I know you said it too. <laughs> I yeah. agree with her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, no, but another thing is like, uh, especially when you're a teenager mm. and you think Oof, about some of the life experiences time. that you've had, I mean... I think it helps mold you in your adulthood as it makes you a more informed parent mm-hmm. because you know what you <laughs> Or a more through. neurotic one? Well, yes. Hopefully more informed is well, a better way. Well, you're more informed, but it, it can make you more neurotic. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I know there were times... And I was a good kid. I mean, I'm putting it out there. I was a good kid. So was kid. I. And I still found myself in situations where I was like, oh my gosh, how did I get into this mm-hmm. situation where you're out with a friend you're, and then you meet up with other friends and then all of a sudden somebody pulls out a bomb and you're right. like, uh, how did this happen? G-rated. Huh? It's G-rated. <laughs> but no, but you sit there and you're like, oh my God, what do I do now? Right. Like, why am I in this situation? Yeah. So I ended up, I usually would say I'm allergic to everything and I feel like I have a rash good answer. and I need to go home. <laughs> but, um. But I think then, like, as as I became a parent to my two boys, mm-hmm. I was just more like, you know, things are going to happen that yeah. they don't even realize are going to happen. And right. if they get in that situation, I have to give them the tools to, yes. to deal with it and, and get yeah, through it. Absolutely. I mean, because, I mean, I've already been in, like, another country and, like, could have gotten killed because I was stupid mm-hmm. and trusted somebody. But I lived through it and it made me more aware. Yes. Thank so, God you live through it. Well, yeah, thank you. Because there's people that have it. Yeah, no. Right? Well, that's exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's scary. So I do think your life experiences, mm-hmm. as scary as they can be or as like shell-shocking mm-hmm. as they can be, is helpful because somebody down the road is going to need to know. going to benefit from it. How to, yeah, they're going to benefit. They're going to see how you got through it or ask mm-hmm. you how they got through it. But it was funny because my older son was going to Florida uh-huh. with his girlfriend when they were, I don't know, probably 18. 
And I'm driving him to go to her house to go to the airport. And I'm going through this list of things. Like, <laughs> what not to do? <laughs> yeah, don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. And he listened to everything. And he turns to me. He goes, Mom, how bad were you? <laughs> and I'm like, I wasn't bad. That's my point. Mm-hmm. Like, I was a good I never went beyond curfew. I always came home when I was supposed to. I was where... Most of the time. I was going to say, most grandma and grandpa aren't here to contend to that or to agree with that or disagree with that. No, most of the time I was where I said I was going to be. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> so I said, no, I was a good girl. That's why I'm saying if I found myself in these predicaments, right. you could find you yourself could. too. Mm-hmm. So just know that, mm-hmm. you know, watch your back. Don't trust anybody. Blah, right. blah, blah. So I do think that everything that comes into your path is there to mold you yes. and guide you into a better self-being. But then there's the the other side of it where there are we know people that have been in the same situation and chosen to go the other route mm-hmm. and end up not so good, right? right. Made those bad choices or, or decided to do mm. the drugs or whatever mm-hmm. and are now in not a very good place. So it's interesting to me what makes you the type of person that's going to decide no mm-hmm. or the type of person... I think it's it's just personally who you are, you know, maybe your insecurities in life, maybe your, um, be the way you were raised, the environment you grow up in. I mean, I think it has so much, right. so many different caveats, you know, yeah. get, taking part of that. But, um, I was also in a lot of situations like that where I was the same way. Like I have to come up with a reason. I don't want to be part of this. And I often got, you know, then told I was like the little mom, like every, mm. any, anytime I was with friends, they were always like, well, Jenna will make sure we're safe or Jenna will mm-hmm. be driving or Jenna won't let that happen. Or, right. And I'm like, well, why am I the only one that has the sense to be this way? Mm-hmm. And then I thought about it. I'm like, it's not that I'm the only one that has the sense. It's that they trust me. They might have the sense, but they trust me to be the one that will guide them too. Yeah. Like if something yeah. shouldn't go right, you know? Yeah, that's possible. So that happened a lot where I was like, guys, I don't think this is a good idea. We shouldn't do this. Yeah. You know? And, and, and I know that kids often don't want to be that person because they feel like, you know, oh, no one's going to like me if I'm that way or whatever. Trust me. I had plenty of friends. I had plenty of mm-hmm. opportunities to be around people and have good times and do fun things. I never, ever felt that because I was that way, I was slighted. Right. But and that happens in, indul- in adulthood, too. It does. Too. It does. But it's just harder when you're a teenager. But I think through those experiences, you do learn. And I think, like, to your point, when you're talking about how some people choose to do the drugs and some people Mm -hmm. don't, I just, I am a firm believer that you're here for a purpose, for a journey that you need to complete. And whether it's to go down that path and understand that better, you know, I don't know mm-hmm. um, without getting seriously deep into beliefs and everything, but I do think everybody has their own journey. Sure. And good, bad, or indifferent, whatever they choose is what their path They're is. meant to choose. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm grateful that I was choosing this and meant to choose this. Yeah, but in a past life, you might not. <laughs> I was probably a train wreck in a past life. Who knows? Who knows? I'm pretty sure you were. Uh, probably. <laughs> All these anxieties had to come from somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> You and I both probably had a really fun life. I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. No, but I also had a mother who was no nonsense. 100% no nonsense. Like, this is what I got told when I went out with friends. Come home drunk on drugs or pregnant, and that's it. You're done. You're done. So I was like, okay then. Nice, nice pep talk, mom. I'll see what I get back. I think that's a good mom. (laughs) I mean, 
yeah, but she and I knew there was no there was no gray area. There was no gray area. That was any of these and anything in between there, read between those lines. Oh, yeah. Anything else that went in there yeah. wasn't being tolerated. And I knew that. And I also had a very high level of compassion for her because she was a single mom. Right. And I didn't want to put her through mm-hmm. any kind of dr- drama or any bad things. Now, I mean, I've gone through times where, you know, I got in trouble or I got, you know, uh, grounded for things, but silly things, not mm-hmm. bad things. Uh, like, usually because I could, I had to have the last word. So I would. <laughs> and I, I had not imagine that. Yeah. And let me tell you something. <laughs> I got grounded for three weeks one time because I couldn't shut my mouth. Just because I couldn't shut my mouth. And my mom can attest to that. And doesn't my son have the same exact persistence? Uh And my mother loves it. Oh, sure she She does. She loves every minute of it. She's like, I love that he's doing this to you because now you get to see how it feels. My mom would always say that to me. I hope you get a child just like Mm -hmm. you. And guess what I did? And And I also got, I hope you get a child that whines as much as you did. Oh, he didn't whine too much. But when he does whine, I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. But what else? Do you do you beat yourself up about anything else? <clears throat> I so I'm really not a believer in beating yourself up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I feel like it's not it's not productive. Right. It's moving backwards because you're looking into the past. You're right. saying I'm going to beat myself up about this stuff that happened. That that keeps you there in that space right. that doesn't allow you to grow. Right. So um, there are times in my life that you could you could say what happened between the years of you know. Whatever I don't know between these years, and I'd go I don't know because right. I've literally because you've gone through it, it. it. Yeah. I've gone through it, passed it, and let it go. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I can recall them, but I don't stay there. Don't unpack there is what I'm saying. Like, don't I love that saying? Don't unpack. Don't and unpack stay there. there. Yeah. Get good. Deal with it. Let it go and move on because it's it's going to make you the person you are, mm-hmm. and it's going to help you grow. But if you stay there, it's going to really just weigh you down. And it's going to stop you from possibly seeing that person that comes into your life mm-hmm. to make it better for you or that friend or that boyfriend or whatever it is or right. girlfriend. Um, right. So don't unpack there. Yeah. I mean, if it's a traumatic thing, then you might have to work through it with, with a professional and you know to get through it. Right. Um, to not be able to not stay there. But I, I just really believe in moving forward and you know ac- acknowledging it, feeling it. And moving on, mm-hmm. saying, yeah, "Yep, that happened. Important. I'm. It wasn't the best time in my life. It wasn't the best choice. It didn't. It wasn't the best version of me. Mm-hmm. But you know. And what's the saying? Just try to be the better than the. Try to be the best version of yourself, or try to be try better to than be you were yesterday. Than you were yesterday. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, try to be the best version. And be of the yourself. best version of yeah. yourself. And I, I really believe in that. I believe in that. I agree with you because we have to. Because if we live in the past, it doesn't serve you any purpose. Mm-mm. And it, it's just, it's something to learn from and move forward. Right. And that's... And it opens doors for you, right? Mm-hmm. We've, we've experienced this, both of us. Yeah. Uh, guys, we're pretty happy. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we're anxious, but we're pretty happy. Yeah. Human beings. And, um, and we, I think it, it goes to show that it, it's very... It's very important to, to, to take it, think about it, be present, and then move through it. Mm-hmm. Just don't stay there. Yeah. And I think that that is something that we should end on is that life experiences um, are what they are to teach you mm-hmm. so that you grow and move forward. And beating yourself up about anything in the past isn't productive. It's not. It's going to keep you there. 
So the quote that we did for today was... Is, I admire people who choose to shine even after all the storms <clears throat> they've been through. And there you have it. <clears throat> so we hope that everyone goes through their week a little bit lighter and not beating yourself up about the past. Right. And have a beautiful day. Namaste. Namaste.